How are you feeling, mate? Oof. After that? Yeah. yeah. Not that, I mean, earlier. No, we didn't do that. No, not that. No, 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 no. dirty mind. Oh, how are you? Um, Tired. Bruised. T- bruised, tired. Battered. Not drunk. No. We're, uh, we're a little bit in pieces. Yeah, perhaps not in you pieces, should explain. Yeah, so t- <laughs> today, uh, today uh, we uh, played in the NW Electrical Charity Match for Cancer Research over at Sutton United's gra- uh, ground. Going to Green Lane. That's right. And... Um, it was good, wasn't it? It was fantastic. What a day out that was. It was really good. Uh, it was... Uh, As we- usual, I should say, because it's my third and your... It's my fifth. Yeah. Fifth. Fifth. Brilliant. Um, Joe and I were on the same team and, uh, well, it was, wasn't looking good for us. We were 4-1 down. It was about with, 70 minutes or so. Yeah, not long ago. Some of the heads, some of people's heads were going. Not me, no. Not us. <laughs> uh, and then, would you believe it, at the end, the score, full-time... 4-4. Four, 4-4. Four. Four, four. What a comeback. Decide, how are we going to decide this? Penalties. That's right. And who stepped up to take one? You did. I did, yeah. yes. Joe had <laughs> I didn't. hovered at the back. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, we won on penalties. We won. We it. ended up winning. What a comeback that is. About, the I Yellows. Think, I think the first four penalties went slightly awry. They weren't, they? Yeah, they weren't the best. As in, yeah. they missed. Yeah. Um, mine was... Uh, mine was perfectly placed uh, down the side but uh keep it didn't even move no he couldn't couldn't move it's too quick for him N- yeah the ball uh, the ball yeah yeah, yeah. um no so what, that was what a day out great day brilliantly well organized and for a fantastic course yes and i think you can still donate if you would like to if you go to the just giving website and search nw electrical charity match and it's, i think it's on facebook as well you can search it there it is uh, and there'll probably be some pictures so you'll see us in action <laughs> oh yeah uh, so Probably yeah, very good day. Although feeling it now for sure. Yeah, you've got no toes left. I've got no toes or toenails. And I've no, got, I've a got toenails, but uh, yeah. um, that's uh, you know we're not professionals, are we? Not yet. Our prep isn't as good as the. Well, let's hope <laughs> our prep isn't as good as the England teams. Well, yeah, I mean, if it's anything like Euro 2016 or yeah. World Cup 2014, it's probably better than the yeah. England teams. I don't think that the England team before a game are going, Joe, do you want a Mars bar? <laughs> you know. <laughs> No, no, I imagine not. Um, no. The other thing I just should probably point out as well, for those of you that do follow us on Facebook, is um, on Thursday we put a post out saying that we were going to be doing an episode and we were going to be joined by our good friend Matt. Yes, indeed. Um, unfortunately, due to unforeseen circumstances on my part... Illness. Guilty. Uh, we couldn't do that episode. However, Matt will be joining us. When will he be joining us? He'll be joining us next Thursday, the of twenty first, yes, of June, uh, with another. Not well, not to overshadow Matt. No, um, how could we? But uh, with another very special guest. In addition, Mister Johnny Evans. He's going to be here. He's coming here in into a, in the show, chair, indeed, or standing, whichever he prefers. I'm not sure yet. I haven't decided yet whether to give him a chair or not. I, I must we'll be honest. The, the chair or the rug? Mm. He could sort of lay on the rug. He could, yeah. Um, so we look forward to that. So sorry, Matt, for that. Matt. But, Matt, but, yeah, but you're going to be on the but show next week. Sorry, Matt, for that, but you'll be back. On Around the, the Back. back. <laughs> yes, that's good. Next that's good. week with a celebrity guest. Yes. Oh. A... So, a list celeb. Lester. I, it's Lester. It's a le- Lester. A Lester celeb. A Lester yeah. celeb. Yeah, a newly good. Lester celeb. Good stuff. So we've got us a good episode today, have we? Well, we don't know. Yes, I'm Could sure be. it's going to be fine. It'll be fine, yeah. Well, Dave, it's the first episode since the uh, beginning of the 2018 Russia World Cup. It is a World Cup, kind of a World Cup special. I'd say it is a World Cup World special. Cup related. Yes. Yeah. Um, and there's been already some fantastic things that have happened to talk about. So yes. that's definitely what we're going to be doing. But we do have some original, uh, not original, uh, regular features of ours. Yes. Not in my day. Where are they now? Obviously our news. And also... Puns. Yeah. <laughs> have a bit of pun fun. Puns in, are back. Pun in, in, a, in abundance. They're back in abundance. <laughs> oh, come on. Oh! <laughs> Unplanned. Uh, anyway... Should we dive into the news? Yes, absolutely. The news. It's time for the news. <laughs> Suitably weird for you? Yeah, as always. 
as I say every time, it's not so much what you're saying, it's the way you're saying it. The expression. Well, I didn't say anything strange, did I? Didn't I just say it's you, you the did, news? Well, that's true, yeah. That's not strange, So it's, is it? it was de- definitely the way you said it. It's the context, isn't it? Yeah. As, as I find myself saying again and again. Mm, mm, mm. So, oh. Dave... Um, Please. I have two stories, and you have one. I have one, yes, and then some uh, some uh, 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 quickfire headlines. Okay. So, uh, I actually, before we get into... I have one of my standard storyless headlines. Shall okay. I start with that? Please. Love Island's Danny Dyer used a hairdryer to dry her lashes. But is it a good idea? Is it a good idea? Uh, is that a question or...? It does end with a question mark. Okay. Um, I would say I've never had the need to dry my eyelashes, so I don't know what length hers are, unless they're these, uh, you know... Long ones. Pretend ones. Yes. Yeah, I th- imagine they are. Probably. They seem quite common at the moment. For common people as well. Oh, okay. Mm. That's your well, your so opinion. This is Danny Dyer's daughter, and her name is Danny Dyer. Yes. Mm. Yeah. Clever, that, isn't it? Not really. No. No, it's actually qu- quite uh, silly. And probably for the family, pretty frustrating in many ways. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, I, you, you get posts through the, you know, it'll be D Dyer. Da- uh, Danny, you're going to get their names mixed up, surely. I mean, you're called Danny, she's called Danny. Nah, spelt different, isn't it? Oh, right, there you go then. Hmm, clever. <laughs> It doesn't sound different though, does it, Danny? I was a proper naughty. Do you mean do you know do you mean me or me daughter? Well, surely you should tell, Danny. Yeah. Keep your mince pies off me daughter. Well don't go let her go on Love Island in a bikini then. All right. Well, she she's an adult, right? She must be at least over eighteen. Well, I hope she is a, an adult. To go yes. On basically, a sex show. I don't think they do a, a, a children's version of Love Island. <laughs> That'd be wholly weird. Oh, I despise that sort of program. But that you know, anyway. Um, so I yes, I've, well, got, yes news. I've got two stories what are you going to do your headlines now or um? uh, I can do them I've got some seagull headlines oh, and okay. are you requiring me to make the uh, I mean are you requiring me to um, squeeze squeeze Dennis the seagull so he makes the noise yes please if okay. I can if you just Dennis give, if you just Dennis! grab him here he comes I don't, he answers does he only do his name does he yeah well, he comes he doesn't answer okay. he just comes but okay. then I, I just give him a squeeze and he makes a seagull okay. noise not too, not too hard okay go Seagull sparks power outage in Aberdeen. Seagull trapped overnight in a Scotrail train. Brazen seagull scares off two household cats before walking into the pet's home to steal their food. Pensioner left bleeding and in tears after seagull attack. That one's not so funny. <laughs> no, it's, that's that's oh, quite serious, actually. Bleeding and in tears. Bleeding and in tears. In that order. Oh. Probably look when I, oh, I'm bleeding. <laughs> That's what made him cry. Yeah. Uh, Pensioners will cry at the drop of a hat, though, to be fair. Well, if they drop their hat, it might I be think if the they're seagull, a certain type of pensioner. It might be hard to pick hat up the hat because yeah. they're pensioners. <laughs> yes. so it might, you know, I, that might move yeah. me to tears. How do we know it, it, they've got a, they might not have a pension? Or a hat. Yeah, they might just be an old person. Just say old person. Let's not delve into their personal matters, financial matters. No. What's your story? (laughs) (laughs) Well, Dave, um, it's been a while since we've had some... uh, Sex. Some sandwiches. Some... What were you going to say? Chinese arse news. It's been a while since we've had some Chinese arse news. Too long. Yeah. And this thing that was in this Chinese arse was too long. I can tell you that for sure. Mm, um, yummy. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to turn it my screen towards you oh, so you can I see like all this. what was what was in that what Chinese arse. What the fuck? Excuse my. What is that? Well, Dave, it's an aubergine. Oh my. Oh. So this is from the mirror. God. This is from the mirror. Let me read the headline to you. Doctors remove foot-long aubergine from man's intestines after he shoved it up his rectum for very odd reasons. Well, any reason is odd, if you ask me. Yeah. yeah agreed. Anything agreed. he says is going to be odd. I don't really need to say that it's an odd reason, do they? The long, glossy aubergine... <laughs> oh, don't, um, don't make it sound sexy. <laughs> the long, glossy aubergine remained in the man's body for two days before he finally sought medical attention. What? So he thought, oh, I'm fine. A couple of days. Oh, no. this doesn't feel right. No. I think, oh, it's been, what, 48 hours? I probably should talk to a doctor. Oh, Jesus. Doctors have removed a foot-long aubergine that got stuck inside a man's intestines after he shoved the fruit up his rectum to help him... To help him <laughs> go like... to the toilet. How is that going to help? That's <laughs> going to block him. That is not going to help. The man was constipated and he was so desperate to cure his ailment, 
He thought the long, glossy food would do the trick, it was claimed. Oh, Joe, sorry. I've said this before. I'm not a doctor, okay? Wait. Yeah, I know, <laughs> I know. But I would know that that's not going to help you go to the toilet. It's logic, right? Yeah. I yeah. mean, it's it, it would be similarly stupid to say, oh, I want to get more water in this bottle. Perhaps if I put the cap on it and then pour water on it, it will help. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what? You're plugging the hole where the poo comes out. Of course it's not going to help. I hope What's he's he not, doing? I, I hope he's not in engineering. Or a, pl- or a plumber, for that matter. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> a shit strangler. Uh, but his DIY treatment, which he thought would expand his colon, backfired. <laughs> backfired. Oh, yeah. Right. Very good. Yeah. The 12-inch aubergine... Oh, Jesus Christ. The 12-inch aubergine remained in the 50-year-old man's body for two days as he suffered abdominal pain and vomiting before... Really? Yeah. Oh. Before he finally sought medical attention. Oh, my God. I mean, if you're really constipated and you're really worried about it and you're trying to find a cure, doctor first. There is medication for constipation. I'm pretty sure. As yep. I say, I'm not a doctor. But. <laughs> but I'm pretty sure there's medication for I'm that sort of thing. I'm pretty sure you're right. Yeah, they would have it. Yeah. They, you didn't go to the doctor and he said, uh, no, no problem. I've got just the thing here. Let me just get out of my Tesco bag. There you go. I bought Over. this earlier. I'm not sticking that on my ass. Cucumber. It will expand your rectum. Yeah. Expand your colon. Come on. No, come on. No, I was going to take it home for the wife. We're going to have it part of our dinner. But why don't you have it and you yeah, know, just tr- just try it when you're done. Experimental. Uh, <laughs> when you're done, bring medicine. it back and uh, <laughs> good as new. Yeah. The man told doctors <laughs> in China that he had been suffering from constipation and nausea for two days when he decided to insert the aubergine into his anus and up his rectum in a bid to expand his colon. Of course natural idea he had hoped the folk remedy so that suggests that it's a remedy that's been around for a while and people actually do it and it wasn't just his crack idea no uh, he had hoped the folk remedy would help ease his pain <laughs> but the smooth long fruit was inserted far too deep and ended up inside his body oh my god here's a scan of it dave and i'm not sure okay if if our listeners i'm not sure i can there, stomach it <laughs> We, hey. if our listeners out there can imagine one of those um, cross cross scans you get that show you, you know, the in- oh, there it is, it's twelve inches long and it's oh, inside him. Oh my god! Oh god! I mean, it, it, straight away you go, that shouldn't be there. That's not part of the it shouldn't body. Shouldn't be there. It's essentially the length of. I'm a I'm a fairly large man. Okay, it, what what height, are you going to say here? Height. It's essentially length the of length your... of my forearm. Thank goodness for that. <laughs> I knew you'd be lying anyway. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is that's too long. Uh, incredibly, after inserting it, he suffered through two more days of abdominal pain, nausea, and vomiting before finally going to the doctor. Medics treating the man on May the thirtieth retrieved the aubergine hole. That's impressive, oh. and through his hole as well, saying that the fruit was so far up his body that it caused lung inflammation and a ruptured bowel. He did well then, didn't he? Yeah. It is unclear, however, whether his constipation symptoms were relieved as a result of the method. Uh, yeah. Who knows? I'd be willing to bet that they weren't. I don't. I, I hopefully he's learnt his lesson. Hopefully, yeah. And to round this story off, I've just got some uh, social media responses <laughs> of of uh, users of Weibo, which is, I believe, a Chinese social media platform. It is. Yes. Uh, thank you. For no worries. Uh, one user wrote, "Now stick some potatoes and green peppers up there, and you'll get a Dijan Dijanjan." Which is a don't we we a, don't a get dish. a joke so well, it's a dish it's food isn't it yeah and making right, a joke that he could cook specific to that prepare food in his anus yeah, yeah. we've all tried it um, actually I said some but it's actually just that just one yeah just yeah. one always read ahead so Chinese ass news Chinese ass news <laughs> Chinese ass news ah <laughs> oh, it's good to have it back I, I I I had hoped that would be a regular feature but there's just not enough of it to be fair actually if you did a decent search there probably is enough. Well, of it about if, if you think about it st- statistically, Dave, which is something that I do all too often. You are, yeah, you, know. you are the stat guy. <laughs> uh, the stat man be better numbers. Um, th- what was that? Um, China has over 2 billion people in China. 2 billion people. Yeah, that's, again, too many. That's more than the population. Of, well, that's, they're the, that's the highest population in any one country in the world. Yeah. So more likely to have arse news. More likely, yeah, more people, more people putting things up their arse. More people who just, are more likely to put... That's just maths, isn't it? It is. Yeah. I understand Stats. that. I understand that. <laughs> um, okay, I have got some news for you. Yeah. It's World Cup related as well, mm. which is exciting. This is from The Mirror. 
Um, and the headline is, Underwear companies slammed for making knickers that vibrate at goals to get women into World Cup. <laughs> this is great. Knickers that vibrate yes. at goals. Yes, because obviously all women hate football, don't they? Uh, yeah, That's even just, the that, professional women footballers yeah, who play so football, they hate how, it as well. How are you going to get them into football? Try and stimulate them vaginally. Vibrating knickers. Yes. So, so when a goal goes in, yeah. they get a little pleasure. Well, yeah. That's absurd. Oh, I don't know how much. A lingerie company has launched an unusual product they believe will encourage women to get into the football spirit. Mexican underwear retailer Vicky Form have created a pair of knickers that vibrate when footballers score a goal during the World Cup. Their latest creation, called Siente uh, el Juego, was unveiled ahead of the World Cup. Sorry, I don't get the jokes. Is it another language? <laughs> what? Don't get the jokes. Is it another language? What joke? The what they're called. It's not a joke. Well, I'm trying. Just this is a callback for when you said that the my Chinese ass news. I, don't, I I think we we can chat about this later. Okay, that is not on though. <laughs> <laughs> Their latest creation called Siente El Juego was unveiled ahead of the World Cup kickoff on Thursday in a racy advert. The video bug begins by informing viewers that every year four million couples separate because of football. It then cuts to a, <laughs> do they apparently Jesus. It then cuts to a man and a woman discussing the problems football causes in their relationship. The woman describes uh, her partner as sick because he turns on the TV and then no one else exists. She continues, "What's wrong with him? Because of football? <laughs> well, translation because he's interested in something. Yeah, and doesn't want to talk to you for an hour and a half." <laughs> A narrator then informs that Vicky Form have found a solution to get both of them equally excited about the match. She says, We have created the first pair of knickers that let you feel the passion of the game. The knickers are linked to a robot that interprets the action and transforms it into vibrations in real time. The robot makes the knickers move. The clip then shows the couple watching a football match while the woman is wearing a pair of the knickers. As the match becomes more intense, the woman becomes more and more stimulated until a foul causes the vibrating to abruptly stop. She jumps up and begins shouting at the television, Penalty! Blind referee! That's a penalty! Her partner is overjoyed that she has taken an interest and affectionately takes her hand while they watch, moving closer towards her on the sofa. Uh, the risque TV spot has been met with outrage on social media, media, sorry, with many blasting it as sexist. Oh, really? really? I'm not, that, surely that can't be sexist, yeah. Dave. So, Where did you find this? This is the best story ever. This is in the mirror. This is in the <laughs> national uh, press. Um, yeah, so she's getting, she's like getting, she's loving it because she's getting all these zaps on the on the vag. Uh, <laughs> that's short for vagina. Okay. And um, and and then while the game's going on, and suddenly the game stops, and and uh, and her uh, stimulation stops, and yeah. she's like, "Run, well, I'm having this." That's it. Get, referee. Come on. And she's and she's now involved. <laughs> so it worked in the advert. In, it, in, it, the in the advert. Was the advert a live stream or was it a produced piece? I think of... it was a produced. Yeah. So they're actors, aren't they? Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I do. I don't think they would have showed it if it hadn't have worked, would they? Probably not. Just her going, "Ow, bloody hell! That's a bit. Turn it down. You've singed the old. Oh, curtains. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, I, I, I'm absolutely sort of lost for words in the sense that it is extraordinarily sexist to I would think a- that the solution to the problem is sexual stimulation mm. you and I when we watch football don't get sexual stimulation no. from football if that happened to either one of us I think the other one would stop watching watching football with, with that person leave the immediate vicinity yes and watch the game somewhere else and stop wearing those bloody knickers <laughs> I can hear it vibrating that's <laughs> oh, my phone mm. it's not your phone mm. yeah yeah I, I what the fuck? I know. I don't know crazy. where to go with this. It's no. so absurd. Just let it sit. Just let it be. I will. It's mad, though. Absolutely mental. Uh, there you go. Oh. Well, I'd love to see some back to stats. Yeah. Some sales figures. Okay, well, I haven't got any for you. Are but they called uh, something? Did I miss the name? Yes, got... they're called... Uh, you, you you mocked me because they were called uh, Cientel Ejuego. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. It's a Mexican company. Any idea what that means? Uh, yes, it means... Um, Sexy knickers that vibrate. <laughs> <laughs> Siente del fuego. Yeah. 
if that's if I got that right. Something like that, yeah. 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 Just with a sort of a slightly Latin accent. Yeah. You can if you want to, yeah. But I didn't. Okay. Oh, that's it, that's it. Well that's it. Back to me. <laughs> back to me. Back to you in the studio. I have some conspiracy news, Dave. I do. Go on then. And I like this one. Oh, do you? You yeah. don't like the others, you like this one. I like this one in a way that I don't like the others. David, it is conspiracy news. Yes, yes it is. I do, I, that gr- music is growing on me. Yeah, is it music? Can you call that music? It's a loop. Sounds. Isn't loop it? is a good word. The loop it. is growing on me. Is it? Mm. Mm. Uh, so, this is from the mirror again. Oh, I've yeah. leaned on oh, the mirror yeah. a lot. Yeah. Was yours mirror as well? It was, yeah. They've oh. been, we're mirror heavy. We're slating the mirror this week. Um, no. See what they've got to say first, and then I'll... Let's look into the mirror. <laughs> the man in the mirror. Mirror, mirror on the internet. Yep. Give me uh, your best stories, and I will interpret them. <laughs> uh, girlfriend dumps partner... After ghost of seven foot circus ringmaster followed him home from exorcism. <laughs> seven foot ringmaster? What? That's that's what so specific. Not only is it you know, claiming to uh, experience ghosts, which are not real. Yeah. Uh, it this ghost supposedly followed him home from his own exorcism. <laughs> He's like, No, you're not getting rid of me that easy, mate. Hey <laughs> come back here <laughs> in his top oh. hat. What the fuck is that seven foot ringmaster doing here? <laughs> oh, God, I'm supposed to get rid of him at the Gugsagugasms. <laughs> so, Ed Booker says his health went downhill and unexplainable things started happening after the sinister ritual. Okay. <laughs> so, a heartbroken man says his girlfriend dumped him because the ghost of a seven foot tall circus ringmaster followed him home from an exorcism. Followed him home? Yeah. Just yeah. floated behind him. <laughs> what what ringmaster? I don't, that's very specific. Ooh, why are you taking the long way home? Ooh. <laughs> you should have got the thirty-seven bus. Yeah, it's cut through the alley. Ooh, <laughs> we see some of my friends. Ooh. <laughs> Ed Booker, thirty-seven, took part in the sinister ritual to rid a home of evil spirits, but he never realised the horrifying consequences it would have on his life. No. He claims his health rapidly went downhill and unexplainable things started happening. Um, after he participated in the paranormal cleansing. (laughs) That's a great sentence. That's what they call it. He says, die was scrawled on the inside of his windows, and he even snapped an image showing the menacing circus worker lurking down a darkened corridor. Ah. Now, Dave, I'm going to show you this image that he claims um, shows the menacing circus worker lurking down a darkened corridor. Okay. Okay. Are you ready? Are you ready? I will look with my eyes. All right. Nothing. What? D- describe it's, to our listeners what you can see. Just a darkened hallway with a red circle trying to pin- pinpoint something out, which is just pinpointing more darkness. Well, yes, it, it it doesn't resemble a circus worker. It doesn't any resemble way. anything. No, it looks like possibly here there's like, it looks like the top half, that's possibly a table and there's a bust of something there. Yeah. It could just be a bust on a table. It's, it's not really a ringmaster. It, it, it's barely anything at all. It's certainly not a person. No. And it's certainly not a ringmaster who's seven foot tall. Just because they've used a ring for the ringmaster. Yeah. But the ringmaster is not there. And even if there is a person standing there in this photo and it's too dark to see, how is that evidence of a ghost? It's just be, it could just be someone standing there. Exactly. Which there isn't. No, probably not. The final straw for his girlfriend, who was Donna Hall, 31. She was. What is she now, then? Donna Hall, 32. (laughs) (laughs) Very quick. (laughs) Came when... (laughs) So the final straw for his girlfriend, Donna Hall, 31, came when she was attacked and pinned down by a macabre force at their home in Worthing, West Sussex. God, yeah, now I believe it. (laughs) He said... This ghost is ruining my life. My ex was attacked and pinned down. I've had mediums come in and they've been attacked too. Uh. I've woken up with painful scratches down my arm. I feel like I'm in real danger. 
Well, yeah. He's, I no. Funny. <laughs> there's no video footage of these attacks. He has, there's no pictures of the scratches on his arm. And even if there were pictures of scratches on his arm, they there could got, be a million and million other ways to explain those. That pussy weren't cat, ghosts. Pussy cat. Yeah. Pussy. Um, cat. Uh, parrot. Dog. Or uh, self-inflicted, or just which a, is what I'm guessing. A vicious brawl yeah. at his local pub. There's also actually a picture of Ed here, and I can't see any scratches on his arms no. at the moment. So he's a liar. He's a liar. It has destroyed my relationship. My health is suffering quite a lot. I'm always depressed. Once I get out of the house, I perk up. But my mood drops as soon as I go back in. So he's not always depressed, though? No. I don't know why it seems to want me. People have said it's not the flat that's evil, it's you. It's attached itself to you. <laughs> Calm down, Ken. Is it Ken? <laughs> Ed. Ed. Where did you get Ken from? I have no idea. <laughs> so I feel like these friends that are telling you, or people, not friends, he says people have said... I feel like they're onto something, but they've got it slightly wrong. So let yeah. me read that bit again. So he says... I don't know why it seems to want me. People have said it's not the flat that's evil, it's you. It's attached itself to you. I think what they said, it's not the flat that's mental, it's you, Ed. And stop there. Yeah. And he elaborated on that. He did some mental gymnastics. They, mean, they meant evil. <laughs> it's just, he's... And he's talking about how he's always depressed. I mean, if you're suffering from depression and maybe some other mental health issues, some weird shit might happen to you. Yeah. That's yeah. more logical than ghosts and Are fucking you, exorcisms. It's probably in his mind. Is that what you're saying? Quite possibly. Yeah, it's possible. It's the most plausible solution. Well, it's a, it's a, it's a, it is the solution, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's be honest. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um. So Ed has. Uh. Do you know what? I'm done with this bullshit. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, no, yes. Yeah. Rubbish. Can't be bothered. Absolutely rubbish. So NGF. Not gonna finish. Not gonna finish. Yeah. Or not giving a fuck. Well, both. You could use it for both. Yes, I could, and I will. <laughs> so, uh, Dave. So, Joe. It's so exciting, isn't it? Oh, it's World Cup season. Guess what started? You just said it. Guess what started? The World Cup has started, yes. It kicked off on Thursday. What started, Dave? The World Cup. Yay! 2018 in yeah, Russia. It's Russia. lovely, a lovely country. It's, um, is it? it is a lovely country, yeah. Uh, it started on Thursday, the 14th of June. It did. Uh, and the first game was Russia versus Saudi Arabia. And Russia beat Saudi Arabia 5 0. They did. They really spanked them. I'm not sure how much of it was Russia being brilliant. I think it was more the fact that Saudi Arabia were terrible. <laughs> no they, dis- no well, disrespect. They, I think, I would be willing to bet that the, the, the guys that we played with today, yeah. we'd be able to beat Saudi Arabia. <laughs> I didn't really know. They were on. so bad. No, that's, that's <laughs> that is a stretch. No, they, we wouldn't, right? Yeah. But we they were we didn't so stretch. bad. They were so bad. Yeah. I couldn't believe what I was seeing, how bad they were. I don't think I've ever seen a game at that level where one team had such lack of quality. It was that bad. So you don't think they're going to win the World Cup? I don't think so. No. Uh, so the other game in Group A was played on the following day, Friday, which was Egypt versus Uruguay. Again, not a, not a great game. Um, I Suarez was very poor. Really bad. Yeah. And um, Uruguay nicked it right at the end. Late winner from I yep. felt really sorry for Egypt because um, I think they'd have been quite happy with that with a draw. Yeah, yeah. And um, and uh, yeah, no, they didn't play brilliantly, but they they certainly were holding on for that for that draw. So it was an odd one in the sense that neither team was really throwing that much forward, even in the later stages of the game when they could go on and win it. Especially considering that Russia have now obviously three points and a plus five goal difference. Yes, you'd exactly. think they'd want to win yep. to compete with that. Yeah, so exactly. Yeah, um, then was the um, the first matches in Group B. Uh, Morocco lost one nil to Iran. Again, another late goal. A late, late goal. Yeah, yeah very late. Um, I was impressed with Iran though. Yeah, like for a, a nation like them, they I think they played pretty well. Yes, they've got a good qu- a good coach in uh, Carlos Quiroz. Old Quiro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He was the coach of Portugal, wasn't he? I believe so. But yeah. it, uh, he was at Manchester United. Yeah, he's assistant at Manchester United. That's what That's I know right. him best for. Yeah. And then, of course, uh, the game between Portugal and Spain. A local derby, you could say. Oh, quite so, yes. And the Iberian derby. It was. And 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 what a game it what was. What a game. What a game it was. I, I the, cynic, the cynic inside me says we've already seen the best game in the whole tournament. Oh, let's hope not. Let's you know, hope not. Like, it's quite possible because it was that good a game. It was an awesome game of football. It was so. Certain... There was no down period where I thought, oh, I could just, you know, I could do something else now. It was back and forth, to and fro, goals galore, 
controversy. Up and down, left and right. It had everything. It did. It had, you know, goalkeeper mistakes. It had um, unbelievably good goals. Great yeah. football. Um, really Tactical battles. Yes. Uh, and it was, uh, the score was 3 all. The night really belonged to um, one Portugal player. I forget his name now. Um, oh. He does He does usually play quite well. Um, his name's the same as as um as one of the one of the best players is, of all time. Is it Christopher Ronaldo? Christopher Ronaldo. Christopher Ronaldo. Yes. Christopher Ronaldo. He scored a hat trick. Yeah. Uh, which is three goals. Okay. Uh, and uh, yeah, first was a penalty early yeah. doors. And a correctly, uh, a correctly, it was a penalty. It was a penalty. Yes. <laughs> Correct. Yes. Uh, the other one was a was a. Uh, a bit of a goalkeeping error from it David was. De Gea. It was a bit, yeah. Powerful strike, but straight down the middle. Straight at him. Could have just easily just, I don't know, he, the ball, he just parried the ball into his own net. Yeah. So, and then happens to the best uh, of us. a fantastic free kick, right at, pretty much at the death. It was about 87 minutes yeah, or something. To to draw the game as well. So the the thing for me is that like he does take those free kicks a lot. He, he attempts them every time. Yes. And very few of them even make it over the wall, you know. Mm. Um... And he... He shit at them, basically. That's what you're saying. No, I'm not saying that, no. No, no. Because this one was obviously brilliant. But, yeah. like, he usually goes for, well, from what I can see, is full beans, laces, power. Just put your laces through it. Yeah. But with this one, he was quite close to the goal, you know, to get it up and over the wall, down again, and into the net from that distance really hard with the way that he hits the ball. So he hit it slightly differently. Did, did you notice? Yes, like, he did. Hit Slot, across the, the ball, instep slightly. And the movement of that ball, it was... Yeah, unbelievable free kick. It was great. Unstoppable. Nobody, the wall jumped as well. Yeah, couldn't get near he, it. The best keeper in the world could have died for that. N- nothing was going to stop that going no. in the back of the net. It could have had two keepers that wouldn't save it. A little fact for you, that was Cristiano, Christi, Christopher Ronaldo's 51st uh, career hat-trick. Unbelievable. It was also the 51st hat-trick of the World Cup. It, stuff like this only ever happens to people like him, yeah, doesn't it? That's, yeah. That's extraordinary. It's like he's weighted, isn't he? And did you know that that was his 45th... <laughs> it's intentional. Yes. That was, that was his 45th attempt at uh, scoring from a direct free kick. Yes. Um, well, sorry, it's the, the last time he scored from a direct free kick was 45 attempts ago. Yes. <laughs> Which must have been quite a few games and it was his 84th international goal for Portugal <laughs> come on in 151 that's, games that's silly it's unbelievable really silly unbelievable Jeff um, so that'll be interesting how that group pans out They're, those two are obviously still favourites to, to progress they are uh, and today we had games in group C between France and Australia France won 2-1 um, Peru lost to Denmark 1-0 um, yep. and in both those games uh, VAR was used uh, to decide penalties. Yes. And um, correctly. Correctly well. too, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then we had uh, a couple of games in Group D as well. Argentina drew with Iceland one all. That was a very interesting game. Very interesting game. And um, Messi missed a penalty. He did. It was a poor penalty. It was not as good as yours today, Dave. Thank you. Mm. Yeah, yeah. So are you saying that Messi isn't as good as me? Uh, for that sort of five-second period, no, he wasn't. Wow, that's quite an accolade. I'll take that. <laughs> Uh, and the game between Croatia and Nigeria is happening now. It's half time. It's one nil to Nigeria. Uh, to one nil <laughs> to Croatia. Ah, yeah. Those games, um, you've got to watch them all at the World Cup as many as you can, right? Yeah. Because sometimes it's the big games like the Portugal Spain three all that are amazing. Sometimes yeah. it's the game between two medium strength teams like Nigeria and Croatia like or, England or minnows and, like yeah. England and Panama um, or it's or it's minnows you know because it's the yeah. World Cup or it's so passion, so much passion behind it you just never know what's going to what's yeah. going to occur how was your and you mentioned to me I don't know if you mentioned it on uh, when well, we did a podcast or it was just um, in our own personal time <laughs> that you were going to try and watch every World Cup game how's that panning out for you I know you've watched a few have you watched every... Is there any that you've missed? Well, well I know you've missed one today. Well, the, the deal with myself was that I don't have to watch them live. Oh, okay, and fine. Because we live in a time now where you can watch things a lot on catch-up. Yeah. And you don't even have to wait till the next day now. It's almost instantly on catch-up. It's incredible. So it's going okay. However, 
I don't think I'm going to be able to manage it this time. No, there's a lot I'm just of games. busy. You, well, you've got a life, Joe. <laughs> Busier than I was four years ago when I completed the... I did that in Brazil World Cup. I watched every single game. Did you? And about 90% of it was live. Wow. So I'm a bit busier than I was four yeah. years ago. You were just in your pants the whole time. Pretty much. Yeah. That, that whole that, summer. Or, or, is it, or was it those knickers? It was the buzzed. vibey knickers, yeah. Yes, yes. <laughs> hey, they work, mate. So I thought I'd talk briefly, as we're on the World Cup, about some of the players... Well, we've got a squad here of World Cup players who have been left out. Oh, yeah, there's been quite a few names, hasn't there? Because there's been a, a few, yeah, really high-profile players who have been completely ignored. Yeah. But they are, you know, some of them, I'd say, are potentially world-class. Okay, right. So here we go. Okay. Goalkeepers. Yes. Leno, Bernd Leno, German goalkeeper. Jay Leno. Jay Leno. <laughs> uh, Joe Hart. Yeah, yeah, of course. Definitely not world-class, but he's obviously a high-profile yeah, name. Yeah, he would get in a lot of squads. I don't know this one. Asenjo. Asenjo. Asenjo? Pass. Pass. Yeah. He probably can. Defenders. Yes. David Luiz. Yeah, really? Right, Ignored. okay. Right. Hector Bayern. Ah, okay. Ignored. And he played a lot for Arsenal as well. He did. Mm-hmm. No. I wouldn't, to be honest. Mikel Alonso. Ignored. Yeah, okay, again, he played a lot for Chelsea. Obviously, they don't need strength <laughs> in that position. No, okay. Uh, Amiric Leporte. Okay, yeah. He's supposedly a rising star. Ignored. Ignored. Uh, Sandro. Ignored. I don't know Sandro. Defender. Sandro, yeah. He's, uh, I believe him to be Brazilian. He used to play for Tottenham, didn't he? Then he played for QPR. Yeah, this says defenders. Is he a defender? He might well be a... Oh, no, maybe. Oh, oh, it's not Sandro who... No. No, it's not. Don't know. No. Ignore. <laughs> Midfielders. Yes. Now, this is where it starts to get even more interesting. Mario Goetzer. Yeah, really? He scored the goal that won Germany the 2014 World Cup. Has he not had a good season? Or? I think he's been out a lot with the mysterious well, that's, health problem. That's your that's your problem, Mario. Uh. Sorry, you're not in. Andre Schürrle. Ah, okay. Scored in the 7-1 drubbing of Brazil in the 2014 World Cup. Yeah. And he now plays in Germany, I believe. Yeah, he does, I think, now. Um, Payet. Dimitri. Dimitri Payet. Left out. Played in France as well. They, you know, the opportunity to watch him. When he was at West Ham, I think he was a staple. He had a, he had a position down for him in the France national team. Obviously, that's not the case he's, anymore. He's done quite well over in Marseille, I believe. But uh, well, that's weird. Yeah, Deschamps the... ignoring him. Yeah. Uh, an interesting one because he's a, now a BBC pundit for the World Cup. Cesc Fabregas. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Interesting. This next one is the most weird to me. Radia Nijngolen of Belgium. Yes, because he was a bit of a star for Roma, wasn't he? And he is, and he is a bit of possibly a star. like their one of their best centre mids. Like I know they've got ridiculous players like Kevin De Bruyne and Hazard and stuff, but Raja Nijngolen is a but he's just sort of midfield dynamic terrier, midfielder. Yeah, I, that's very strange yeah. considering that uh, I know he's a different position, but considering that Roberto Martinez is taking players like Adnan Yanazai. yeah, and leaving out players like Raja Nijngolen and unfit players like Company, <laughs> yeah, as well. Jack Wilshere. Yeah. Uh, yeah, a lot of people uh, were surprised at that. I'm not, personally. I think it's a good decision. Ignore him, then. Ignore. Ignore. Uh, Ruben Neves of Portugal. He had a very good season for Wolves in the Championship. Yeah. Maybe yeah. that's... Yeah, maybe they frowned upon that. Adrian Rabiot, who's got a, basically a starting spot most weeks for PSG, for the France team. Right. Strange. No. They don't, obviously don't want more centre mids. No. But the forwards as well, this even gets more interesting. So, Leroy Sane. Yeah, that was a that was a big one. That was a big I've one. I've heard that that was maybe based on uh, attitude as well. Yeah, I I mean, he seems to have a high work rate yeah. at Man City. I don't know. Well, I think maybe it's something else. I was thinking he was that. getting um, a bit too big for his boots, as uh, Stormzy would say. <laughs> Wait. Yeah. No, it's Lukaku. No, it's... Oh, no, come on. No, Stormzy the rapper. All the same to you, are they? What? <laughs> now I'm parodying the news. You that are. Got it wrong. I know. Um, Martial as well. Martial left yeah. out. Yeah. And now supposedly wants to leave United. He's not happy, is he? He's not happy. He's just not in a happy place. Alexandre Lacazette de la Sport. <laughs> Alexandre Lacazette of Arsenal. Yeah, again. Ignored. Yeah. He didn't have an amazing season, but he didn't have a bad season. Didier Deschamps has been quite brutal, quite ruthless, hasn't he? Especially considering this next one. Please pray, continue. Benzema. Really? Yeah. I, I think there's lingering issues surrounding that problem in the past with the national team that he had. Ah. Mm. With the um, weird bribery. Yes. Extortion racket thing. Mauro Icardi of Inter Milan. 
for a, yeah. for the Argentinian team. I guess you've got you've got your Agueros, you've got your Messis, you've got your um, other Argentinian. Your Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's just a yeah. Alvaro Morata. Yeah. Didn't have a, didn't light up the Premier League, did he? No, he didn't have a good but, he didn't have a good season. That's probably why. Probably why. Uh Kingsley Coman as well. Obviously no just, space like the, there's just so making m- names up now. No. That you don't know that guy? <laughs> yes, I do. Young yes. French winger? Yeah. Like him, Martial, Lacazette, not good enough to get in the France squad. Very interesting. They've got a pretty strong squad. Yeah. So that's that's what I wanted to talk about there. That's, that's interesting. But yeah. one other thing. <laughs> yeah, one other thing. Really, really huge piece of news we should talk about is the sacking of Lopetegui. Yes. The Spain The day coach. before the World Cup. So this is my interpretation of what happened, right? So Go for it. he, uh, obviously, without telling the Spanish Football Association, he got this job set up for him at Real Madrid. Yes. Uh, to start as soon as the World Cup's over. Yes. But... Because the Spanish FA didn't know, when Real Madrid idiotically announced it a couple of days before the World Cup, yeah. they thought, okay, well, you didn't tell us that you were going to leave. Yes. And, and they sacked him on that sort of lack of um, honesty and integrity. And I think uh, previous to that, not that long ago, he had signed a long-term contract with Spain as well. Right, right. So that probably just added fuel to the fire. But who's at fault? Real Madrid is what is the club, Real Madrid is what I'm seeing as being at fault. I just think that, you know, all the work that he's done in the past couple of years has led up to that World Cup, right? Yeah. As the coach. Yeah. All his prep, everything, has been leading up to the World Cup. If they'd have done really badly, they would have sacked him, right? No matter what, forget the Real Madrid thing. Yeah. So he's been offered the Real Madrid job and gone, oh yeah, I'm going to take that. But I'm going to obviously... I'm in charge. See I'm, through my I'm commitments. Gonna, yeah, yeah, see it out of the World Cup. He's been quite honest and upfront and said, I've I've been offered the Real Madrid job. I've accepted it. Spain FA, Spanish FA, quite rightly, would have been a bit pissed. Yeah. But let him get the World Cup done. Just let him get that. Yeah. And then you've got the opportunity to, oh, well, obviously you don't need to dismiss him. He's leaving anyway. Let him do the World Cup. You know, if they do. Slap him on the wrist. Yeah, exactly. See you later. And, um, but to, Sack him the day before the World Cup. Everything that that his team would have worked on, prep. I imagine it's been followed through by uh, Hierro's taking over. But yeah, yeah, it's just a bit. It's well, a bit odd to me pulling the rug out under them just beforehand. I just feel like the Spanish FA have let their pride get in the way. Yeah, of they, they, it's made it, it. It's made it seem like they feel they're more important than the team yeah. doing well. And apparently, a lot of the players, Spanish players wanted that you know had this big meeting they said look we want to, we want him to stay for the world cup mm. which they uh, flatly ignored I, it's extraordinary i've never heard anything like this happening before why not just say to him this is amazingly unprofessional and we won't consider you for this job in the future yeah. goodbye yeah your your ties with us have truly cut yeah. now go and win the world go cup go and please. fucking do a job for your country <laughs> yeah. yeah like that's what i'd do slap him on the wrist and yeah. then just tell him go and see out your commitments and and see you later good luck to you yeah like why i mean i know that would be not nice for him to hear but that won't necessarily get out to the press will it and, no, and exactly. affect the whole nation's approach yeah. to the world cup and if you do want to get weird. if you do want to get all that out there and air your how annoyed you are with him Get it, do it after the World Cup. Yeah. So, yeah, he was a twat. It's he a, acted like a right twat. I think the Spanish machista culture has got in the way there. Yeah. It's their pride is too hot for them to just deal with the problem in the most pragmatic way. Yes, absolutely. Silly well willies. Hey, well said, Joe. Thanks, babe. Both of us as well. <laughs> um, listen, um, Joe. Yes. Do you like facts? Um, Mostly. Good. Depends well, if they are legitimate facts or not. They are. These are li- these are, are legitimate. F- these are legitimate fun World Cup facts. And guess what? What I've got one for every team in the World Cup. Every nation in the World Cup, Dave. Every one, man. Shall we do the so the the, the yes? Live... Let's, let's introduce it. Yeah. Yes, you or me. Go for it. In actual fact, here are some actual World Cup facts. I got the uh, like intonation of cup wrong. I went up there. Don't worry. I thought, you did, I thought you did a splendid job. All right. Thanks, darling. Um, now, <laughs> what I'm going to get you to do... Yes. Because could, we could string this out throughout the whole World Cup. Okay. So do you want to pick a few teams? Should we say three? Iran. <laughs> let, <laughs> let You pick three teams. Any okay. teams. Just make a note of them so that you don't ask for them again. All right, then. Uh, and I will give you an interesting fact. 
about that that team? Well, you know my first one. Let's go with Iran. Iran. Okay, bear with me while I just scroll through. Can you do a scrolling through, scrolling through, scrolling through? Iran. Striker Vahid Amiri has a master's degree in physical education. A master's degree in PE? Yes. Wow. <laughs> yes. Is, is there such a thing? It's PE, isn't it? That's <laughs> what it is, right? Yes. Yeah, I think, I'm sure there is. He's got a master's degree in the bleep test. <laughs> <laughs> I Yeah, I, I mean, imagine you... It's impressive. At that level, it's you probably study some human biology I mean, yeah, and, you know, yeah. reflex. He's, he, he's sticking to his strengths, yeah. Mm. Right, next country, go. Anyone you like. Anyone you like. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia, I'm right at the bottom. The Thank small, you. <laughs> right. Small nations. Right, Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Scrolling through. <laughs> so there you go. Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia. Okay. Yaha Al Shahiri was the cover star of the Middle East version of FIFA 16 alongside Argentina's Lionel Messi. That would be weird for us Westerners, wouldn't it? Seeing a that cover of the, the FIFA 18 version with uh, some player that we've never heard of or seen yeah. before, likely, yeah. alongside Messi. Well, we did have Jordan Henderson. I can't so. believe it. Why? <laughs> I mean, he's a good player, but why would you put Jordan Henderson Are you there? talking about Henderson or the, oh, the, the Saudi Arabia? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, next country. Last one. Go. I'm going to good one. All right. I, I, we... Uh, there's a lot of cultural differences between the UK and South Korea, and they do stuff that makes us go, that's weird. So I'm going to go South Korea. South Korea. They are in the World Cup, aren't they? <laughs> South Korea, they are. <laughs> okay. Uh, defender Kim Min Woo is one of the three members of the South Korean squad, squad Sorry, uh, who are currently carrying out national service. Oh, yeah, they have mandatory national service. Yeah. So, so they must yeah. be of a certain age. Uh, they are of a certain age, yes. A certain I one. couldn't tell you what certain age that is, but they are certainly, certainly not of a certain age. Certainly, yes. yes. Okay. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean, that's really odd. So they must have obviously been granted exemption from that service during the World Cup period. I would have imagined so, yes. Uh, yes, yes, I hope so. Yes. Obviously, they might just get a call, just run off yeah. the pitch, Where get the up. Where the are you? We, we, we're losing this battle. Black Hawk helicopter appears <laughs> yeah. and just this rope comes down onto the halfway line. Oh, that's me, that. that's my ride. See you, lads. Oh, See you later, Kim Jong-woo. Yeah. yeah, whatever his name was. There was, um, uh, I've got an in-joke with a mate of mine um, uh, about okay. Is a, your mate here? No. Right, what are you telling it for? <laughs> <laughs> a South Korean goalkeeper whose yeah. name is Lee Bum Young. Oh, Bum young. That's when he started. Yeah. yeah. Filth. Yeah. Um, that's your World we Cup do, fact. We're doing three, are we? Just, you want to do three? three? Yeah, three is a good, good number. We'll yeah. do three. It's a magic number. Three, really. three next week. Yeah. Okay. Um, I love that. Thank you. I love you. Oh, good. Oh, <laughs> oh good. Imagine that's a great response to someone saying I love you, isn't it? Oh, oh good. Thank you. <laughs> good. Yeah. Um, so we've got one of our regular features now. We have, and uh, it's happening now. Now. <laughs> Where are they now? Where are they now? Have we worked out where they are now yet? I don't know where I am now. Well, you're in the studio now, Dave. Uh, later, I don't know. Uh, did you see the... I didn't actually see it. Uh, but did you see the charity match? The big charity match, uh, Soccer Aid. Yeah, I saw, well, I saw um, bits of it. I've seen some highlights. Yeah, highlights. Or I, low didn't, I didn't sit down to watch it. Um, but the interesting thing is, is obviously Usain Bolt was playing, and he was playing up front. He was, and it was yeah. his chance to show off his footballing skills. Well, because he's amazing, isn't he? Clearly, yeah. Well, that's what he said. Well, it's what he said beforehand. Yeah. Um, Whether he said it since, I'm not so sure. And uh, and was he? No, no. <laughs> in a word. So this no. is basically what football fans were saying about Usain Bolt after his performance in the Soccer Aid match. Okay. Um, as an avid Manchester United performer, supporter even, Usain <laughs> Bolt... Is this Bolt one of their players? <laughs> Usain Bolt will have dreamed of... <laughs> Usain Bolt will have dreamed of playing a Old Trafford for a long time. How has that made you... I just went... <laughs> no, it just got me. Um, the retired sprinter managed to fulfil that dream when he appeared for, in Soccer Aid on... Uh, well... It says Sunday evening here, but I think it was far away. Oh, again. yeah, a few weeks. Well, last week, week before, whatever. Bolt captained a World Eleven side that included Yaya Torre, Clarence Seydorf, uh, Danny Murphy, 
Michael Owen and Mo Farah for the uh, England eleven. So world eleven versus England eleven. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's staged every year to help raise money for UNICEF. So a good cause. Yes. But while the match combines a joyous mix of athletes, retired athletes, celebrities, etc., they all take it seriously. And that includes Bolt. Yes. Who has dreams of becoming a professional footballer at the age of 31. Yeah, not really going to happen. No. The world's fastest man has trained with Borussia Dortmund and Stromsgodzet as he attempts to transition from athletics to football. However, based on his performance at Soccer Aid, football fans think Bolt should find another dream. Yes. Yeah. Yes. This is what we've all we've what we said from the start. The thirty-year-old, thirty-one-year-old who was playing up front had a series of chances to score, but the closest he came to finding the net was through an effort that crashed off the crossbar. Mm. So he did it at the bar, but simple passes went astray. He didn't look particularly like the finished product and well, no, that's it's he not a surprise <laughs> no. because at the age of 31 now suddenly starting to play lots of football you're not going to be at professional level all of a sudden are you no Usain no um, here's a series of tweets from people <laughs> responding to this on Twitter okay Man United should make Usain Bolt's dream come true and sign him up he's marginally less of a donkey than Lukaku oh so that okay. one's sort of supportive Nasty. of him but yeah. in a sort of passive aggressive way yes um this person said, reckon it's a safe bet that Bolt's professional footballing dream will indeed remain a dream. Yes. Likely to. Hopefully now we've heard the last rumour of Usain Bolt being linked with a professional football club. Ouch. Uh, this one says, I feel bad for Bolt. He's trying so hard, but he's so, so bad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was kind. I've got two more for you here. Usain Bolt trying to make it as a professional. The bloke can't even get past 38-year-old Wes Brown that plays for Kerala Blasters in, in India. Fair point. Yeah. Bolt wants to be a player, hasn't got a touch, a pass, or any kind of footballing brain. Useless. Oh, harsh. Was that was Gary Neville. Particularly harsh. Yeah. Um, he recently played in a friendly for Norwegian side Stromsgod set against Norway under-19s. Yeah. How'd he get on? Failed to impress, as far as I can tell. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's, it's gone well, then, his dream. Just, I mean, he's done, he, to be fair, don't be greedy. I mean, you've done quite well in he's, your own, you know. He's done all right in this sport business, yeah, hasn't he? I don't think you, you know? need to go and crack another one. No. You've pretty much conquered one. No. Uh, so just uh, be happy with that. I yeah. mean, yeah, great. Strive for more, but um, be realistic, please. I think so. I think that's yeah. fair. I think that's that's fair. good advice. I think that's fair. Um, okay. And just a quick acknowledgement. Uh, I won't go into a story with this one, but that's just a good. quick acknowledgement that Patrick Vieira has yeah. been named the manager of OGC Nice. Oh, nice. So a senior management job for Patrick Vieira. So great. Hopefully we'll see him become mm. a manager. He was always an intelligent footballer. With yeah, well, he was a manager brain, of so. New York City for a couple of years. I don't really... Yeah, I mean... It just doesn't sure. count because it's... It doesn't no. count still. Oh, okay. Fine. <laughs> yeah, this is his first proper job. Yeah. And, uh, well, good luck to him. And that's where they are now, Dave. Thank you. <laughs> And that's where they are now. Yes. Uh, so I've got a little uh, one of our regular features for you, uh, Joe. You well. have. You um, have. And it is World Cup related again. Yay! So, uh, please, cue me in. Not in my day. Not in my day. Not in your day. Uh, the, the headline is uh, Messy Hair. Barber shaves players' image into fans' hair for World Cup. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Oh, God. That's the right response. Football fans looking to show their support during the World Cup can now now sport their favourite player in their haircut. Mario Hvala, a barber in Serbia, is offering fans a hair tattoo, shaving the likeness of players including Lionel Messi and Cristiano Ronaldo, oh, sorry, Christopher Ronaldo, Christopher Ronaldo, into the backs of their heads. But the barber's prowess doesn't stop at footballers. He's previously shaved the <laughs> likes of Novak Djokovic and even King, Kim Jong-un into no. people's hair. Who asked for that? I'll have a Kim, please. He did. Kim Jong-un. Kim Jong-un. Can Austria. I have the whole Kim dynasty, actually, please? I'll have a Kim Il-sung, I'll have a <laughs> Kim Jong-il and a Kim Jong-un, please. And I'll have some, yes. And all right, it's looked like Mount Rushmore, okay? Yes. But the Kim dynasty. Very tiny Ready, Kims. go. He said the craze started nine years ago when someone asked him to do something different with his hair and he ended up sculpting a tarantula into his mane with a cutthroat razor. Mr. Vala said, 
The portraits are the most complex when doing the hair tattoos. It takes 5 to 7 hours. When I made Ronaldo's portrait, I got many positive comments and people were amazed. <laughs> okay. To be fair, if they amazed. look good, that's a pretty, <laughs> it, pretty cool good. skill. They do look good. Right. Uh, take my word for it because I haven't got a picture. I will. Last year, he, t- he told Tattoo Club Serbia he took a long time to plan the design as well as where it would be best to place it on a person's head. The designs can start to lose their definition eight to ten days after customers have their head shaved because of the rate hair grows. The, oh. f- the 35-year-old charges 150 euros, which is roughly 132 pounds, <laughs> for one of the tattoos, compared with eight euros uh, for a standard cut. That's a lot of euros for it's something that really is only going to be discernible for a matter permanent. of days. So, Joe, you get the barbers. I'm mm-hmm. sitting there. My name's uh, my name is um, Mario Havala. Come on, sit down. Yeah, you want a cup of tea? Yeah, sugar, whatever. No sugar. You're, I'm yeah. sweet enough as I am. Why Thank you, you? Why you? Mom, why are you mimicking my accent? Your name is Joe. I'm not damn but it. Who do you want on your head? Shearer, please. Shearer, yeah. I want Shearer. Yeah. You want him doing celebration? Bo- yeah, yeah. You want him doing boring celebration? With the hand up as With well. The yeah. up, With the hand up, one he did every time, nothing different. Yeah. Okay, no yeah. problem. And that's uh, 150 euros, please. You what? Yeah. Oh, if you want Shearer now, it's less because he's got no hair. Okay, I'll go with that. It's so 100 euros. Can I have him as a pundit then? Just him looking stern and bored. Yes, <laughs> as a BBC <laughs> pundit, yeah. yeah. Make sure you get a shine on his bald head. Get out. <laughs> Um, that's end scene. <laughs> uh, and scene. Uh, okay, that's it. Well, not in my day. Wait, well, you not in... I mean, I say not in my day just because it's the first I've ever heard of it. So, Therefore, Aliens. it wasn't in your day. <laughs> no. Not in my day. Yeah. There you go, then. I liked it. We're at that point where we we're going to have a little fun. Well, it's all been fun, hasn't well, it? Mostly. Isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, we're going to um, punish one another. Can I just check then? We we agree, we agree on the. Nu- I've, I haven't got a massive list this time. Was it six? Six. Yeah. Okay, I Good. have seven. Right. So. Right. What was the point of me <laughs> stipulating the rules if you're just going to do what you want? That's all right. You can go first. All right. Uh, can we, should we say what they're about? Yeah. Go on. Then. Uh, football. <laughs> They're sort of loosely World Cup themed, aren't loosely they? Loosely World Cup football related. Yeah, yes, so. but but some of them stretching a little yeah. bit. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So shall I go first? Then? Go on then. So obviously, throughout the history of the World Cup, there has been a number of uh, famous disciplinary issues. Oh, For example, yeah. David Beckham in 1998 with Diego Simeone. Yeah, yeah, Correct. yeah, yeah. So let's hope that none of our players get into any uh, issues of Pascal Gross misconduct. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. No. Yes to the pun, and yes, let's hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> twofold. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, on this similar uh, sort of vein, um, let's hope there's not too many Robbie professional foulers. <laughs> oh, it's very good. Very good, Robbie professional foulers. Yes. Mm. Um, and also, we can. The hope is very is a big part of this World Cup campaign, isn't it? You must hope. I don't know what I'm doing now. No. I'll just tell you the punch of ice. Yes. Let's hope England have a good Florian Lejeune to the final. <laughs> <laughs> we said loosely based, didn't yeah, we? Yeah, we did, yeah. yeah. To the final, there we are. Um, I don't know, I'll, I'll tell you another thing that hits the uh, headlines is when a player gets a Frank Red card. <laughs> <laughs> Rye card, I'm assuming. Yes, of course. Very yeah, good, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Obviously, there's lots of wins and lots of losses throughout the tournament, but ultimately, only one team will be Luka, v- Luka Milivojevic victorious. What's <laughs> this? Luka Milivojevic victorious. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it was a tough one. It was a tough one to get out. It's quite wordy. Um, another thing you don't want you. Do, another thing you do not want to do, Joe. You do not want to score a Michael Owen goal. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's tr- I mean, it's true. And, and going off the back of that, some players really do struggle with the natural monreality of big <laughs> games. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay. 
Uh, I just hope the England team have, have, have packed all of their gear and no one's forgot their Jesse shin guards. <laughs> shin guards? Nobody calls them that, I but know. it's really funny. I know. <laughs> um, hopefully the England team will be Jason Punch in the air. <laughs> He's not in the squad, no one here, but no, 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 no. I don't matter. Um, again, we said earlier about getting a Frank red card, but you, you will get that if you do a Marcus Rash Challengeford. <laughs> 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 very good yeah. very very good uh, hopefully you know penalty shootouts is something that's nipped us in the arse a few times over the years yeah hopefully no England players will Jeffrey schlup over in the penalty shootouts <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> that is a good one uh, thank you I don't think he's in the World Cup I don't know who he where is he from Jeffrey Schlup? Uh I think he's from Leicester oh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, think he's playing in the World Cup now I, I don't quite, know where he's from there was quite a bit of talk about um, who was going to be captain of England I mean the captains have ver- lots of duties uh, to do in the dressing room on the pitch but one of the first things they have to do at a game is the Paul Gascoigne toss <laughs> <laughs> coin Paul Gascoigne toss <laughs> pretty... yeah uh, uh, and there are many nations aren't there Dave there are there's hundreds uh, many, many of them hoping for some David Silverware Yes. Simple. Well, David Silverware. David Silverware, yeah. really, it should be. Yeah. Shouldn't it? Yeah. I was looking at you, so I said, David. You see, I was on your mind. Um, in my eyes. I was always on your mind. Eyes. Eyes. <laughs> now I'm going to undo my flies. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. You had to go there, didn't time you? Time to go. Yeah. Time to go. Time, time for Betty Bye Bye's. Oh, that's a good one, wasn't uh, it? Well, yeah, yeah. I think so, yeah. Any other news? I think there is, yeah. yeah. There is, yeah. Is there? There is. Are what? you ready for this conspiracy news other news? Or? No, it's it's um it, it not really. No. I'll let you get that up to the mic there. That's some sad piano music. And I unfortunately feel, I feel something emotional coming on. Yes, relatively so, yes. And uh it's unfortunately the impending end of round the back as we what? know. What? As we know it. Yeah. This is the first I've heard of this. It definitely not, is not, not no. no. Unfortunately, I am leaving the country of the United Kingdom. I'm moving abroad. Yes, on government orders. Yes. Uh, the restraining order has finally kicked me in the arse. No. Uh, I'm moving abroad. Uh, are you all right? Yes. Yeah, good. Is that okay? That's, that's fine. Yeah. That works okay. And uh, due to the practicality of that, we won't really be able to keep this going, unfortunately. No. Sad times. Um, it is very sad. We've enjoyed it, haven't we? We're very much so, yeah. But they think this isn't the last episode. This is not the last episode. That would be a terrible ending. It would be pretty rubbish. Um, How many are we going to do? We're going to do 70. We're going to do seven. This is episode... 67. So we're going to work up to 70. Do three more. Uh, But there may be uh, some bonus material, bonus episode for you you if if you want it. So we'll do three more regular episodes as if nothing's changing. And then we'll likely do a bonus episode that's sort of like a farewell. To all our loving fans, yes, and although we do we do th- appreciate all our fans, as you say, <laughs> listeners, <laughs> subscribers, uh, who, to be honest, we would do it anyway, probably because we enjoy it. I think we'd just do it for you and I, wouldn't we? But the fact that other people enjoy it as well is uh, is a lovely little bonus. Yeah, but it seems like we do get about two hundred fifty or three hundred listens a week, which is which is excellent. Yeah, that's really uh, nice. No, no, sorry, that's a day. Uh, two, 250, 300 clicks a day which may not mean a full listen but lots of people seem to be enjoying what we're doing and that's been awesome I yes. never really thought that that would happen but obviously when you do create something with momentum you know that's, yeah. that's what you're aiming for and it's, it's been great it's been fantastic um, I've enjoyed every bit of it mm. so yes yeah, it has been good and it's not necessarily the end of Round the Back I mean you could just say a, a sabbatical maybe yes uh, an extended hiatus yeah and I'm sure we will be uh, doing other things uh, that hopefully you'll be interested in as well. Absolutely. That's maybe separately, maybe together, we don't know yet. Um, but I would just like, I mean, we'll, we'll talk in more detail about this, I'm sure, as the episode's go on, but I would just like to say thank you, Joe, uh, for doing this with me. Not this, doing the podcast with me. <laughs> and for all your hard work that you put into it, because he does do the lion's share of the, <laughs> te- of, of the, of the sort of behind-the-scenes stuff. And um, and good luck to you on your future endeavours. Well, thank uh, you very and much. And I will miss you, mate. Thank you, mate. <laughs> Can I stop the music now? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'd like to say thank you to you as well, Dave. It was your idea 
this. Do you want to put the music on? No. <laughs> it was your idea around about. Well, yeah, it was. Uh... And, um, you know, we uh, it was sort of crafted together, but you were the, the impetus behind this project. And um, you have been, although I've done technical stuff because I have technical stuff to use and, you know, I've enabled us to do it and that's a sense. You've, you've, you initiated it and you drove it to start with and that um, that's put me in this place where I'm having all this fun. So yes. it's been awesome. Yeah, it has been good. Well, it's we're both awesome. happy then. It seems so. Happy and sad. Yes. Uh, but don't be sad because we've got three more episodes to go, so don't worry about it. Yay! Uh, and so, then a bonus. Yeah, and then a bonus. And like we say, there will be more from us in the future uh, that you hopefully enjoy as well, I'm yeah. sure. So you'll probably hear some more soppy shit over the next three episodes of yeah. us going, oh, thanks, mate. Yeah. You're amazing. <sighs> well, have a think about that. Yeah, let's leave you with that. <laughs> that bombshell. It's not really any good time to... <laughs> no, we're trying to work out yeah. when to announce it. There's no good time to say it. Uh, so we just said it then. Just come out of it. Yeah. yeah. All right, then. Well, Good- see you Goodbye. F- for episode 68. <laughs> Goodbye, Joe. <laughs> okay. Bye. I love you. I, you too. <laughs> Thank you. Ha <laughs> ha!